1: Thank you so much for joining us today on Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron. We come to you every week with a look at a mental health issue as it affects individuals, caregivers, and families. And we're delighted to have with us as co-host Carol Zernial, a nationally recognized gerontologist, named one of the nation's top 50 influencers in aging by Next Avenue. She has a master's degree in social gerontology and has been in the field of aging for some 30 years And Dr. Jamie Heisman, he too, a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on addictions and caregiving, serves as Chief Compassion Officer for Women Medical Management. He's been a specialist in dealing with caregiving and addictions for more than 30 years. And we're delighted to have both of you with us. Carol, you've got a great topic for today.
2: Uh, Well, I've been uh, obviously watching the news and watching the world churn. And we thought the pandemic was bad. And now we've layered over this pandemic. Global uh, chaos and war, and even more uh, images that we see on TV that are very upsetting. Um, and I'm just wondering, Jamie, what does what does it do when we add pile on, you know, uh, more bad things on top of another? And then how do we keep ourselves center when we feel like this is making us tip? This is too much.
3: It's a great question, Carol. At the end of the day, the question is relative because what is too much for somebody, right? Somebody who has strong foundation of resilience, so taking care of their mind, their body, their spirit, is in the moment, present, sort of allowing life to come to them. And then proactively, like looking at life instead of reactively looking at life. That's one person. And then there's the person also who is already scared, anxious terrified, dysregulated, obviously, from the the, vi- the COVID virus and the pandemic, and then we put on top of them a war of uh, mythic proportions that may, in their mind, and the way the media puts it, could be a predecessor for World War Three. So I guess it's relative how a person is and who they are and how they get met with this news. But to be frank with you, if you don't have a foundation like the former case i described, then... Everything can be the last straw if you're a caregiver, right? Anything.
2: Yeah, I think Which that's a great much. point um, because, you know, if you've got uh, some caregivers, just regular caregiving duties, forget the war. Uh, you know, we may have somebody who is an amputee, diabetic, real, you know, t- multiple health conditions and that caregiver is fine. Whereas somebody else, mom can't cook anymore and it really throws them off. That is catastrophic. So we do have different tolerance levels. There are different triggers and things that we can bear as caregivers. And it's good to recognize that.
3: Absolutely. I think what we need to understand, and I think it came from AA or actually came from, I'm sure the Bible, but I just haven't read it and read that verse, if you will. But a wonderful, wonderful phrase that we constantly say is grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So your loved one who has, you know, cancer, cardiac issues, diabetes, Alzheimer's, obviously the disease you can't change. Right. But you can deal with the response as a caregiver. You can take care of your mind, your body, your spirit, make it safer for them to have you in their lives. Uh, The Ukraine war that we're watching. Gosh, we can't really, you know, it's powerless over that. right? We have a narcissist in Russia that we've been able for 22 years. It's now taking over the world in his customary fashion. So what do we do? How do we deal with the response? Well, and if you're dealing with your mind, body, spirit, that's wonderful. But you can also get joined in a donation group, a charity group, help families over there and get engaged and involved. That's also the response. So there's things we're powerless over and we have to prepare ourselves resilience wise. Um, One solution some
1: folks have hit on Dr. Jamie is to simply quit watching. If I don't know, it won't affect me. If I
3: don't know, it won't happen. There's a lot to that, too, Ron. I mean, it's not a question that won't happen. I do think there's a level of denial that, in what you say and how you phrased it. But in the older days, without social media 24-7, right, and without this constant news cycle, we did receive our news in more digestible ways. We had the newspaper. We had the radio. You know, we had Huntley Brinkley Report coming on telling us at a certain time at 6 o'clock, this is the way life was. So there's a lot to be said for turning off that 24 echo chamber, 24-7 echo chamber and gaining your news in a digestible way. But it is a, a prelude to burnout if you constantly sit there, constantly look at it, and do do nothing, whether it's for your own mind, body, spirit, or donations, or charity, or anything at all. It will hit you and erode your soul. After you just joined us, you're listening
1: to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zirnil and Dr. Jamie Heisman. Uh, you know, we talk about the impact of social media today. If you go back, Walter Cronkite, anchoring the CBS Evening News on Vietnam, every night he gave the death count, which impacted uh, so many folks across this country, in many ways, a precursor to what we're seeing now with the coverage of what's happening in Ukraine.
3: Absolutely. And listen, Carol knows this, too. And and as you see, I mean, all of us in the social media world and realm is that that count that he gave, whether it was Vietnam or something else at six o'clock, is pretty powerful. And it hit us right between the eyes because It was such a powerful thing. Now, with the 2024-7 news cycle, we're hearing it from all directions. We're becoming, as Pink Floyd would say, comfortably numb. And those numbers don't have the same effect as when the Huntley-Brinkley report came on and gave us the body count, right? Like a million people dead from COVID-19. Exactly. What does that number mean? Today, it, when you're getting assaulted from every place and every place in terms of sensationalistic news and you're just getting more and more overwhelmed and less and less in the moment, you're right. Less and less.
2: Well, I I, I do think there's something about, you know, if you're a caregiver, you're trying to take care of yourself. You're trying to take care of your loved one. And you talk about deregulated, regulated, um, you know, understanding what what is is too much of something right whether it's too much news or too much self-absorption or not enough paying attention to our own wellness i mean it's kind of caregivers every once in a while we do have to kind of step back and and feel where are we are we going one way or the other that doesn't feel healthy That doesn't feel good and what doesn't feel good try to figure out why and, and what can we do about it
3: You know, Carol, that's such a great point. Um, One of the names of the book I'm still in the middle of writing we had was uh, keep your eye on the donut, not the hole. And for caregivers, I think that is the most critical thing, which you just said. You know, what is important in this moment? Well, taking care of your mind, your body and spirit, your loved one is number one thing. You're all going to be assaulted from all senses, feeling powerless. Right. So you have to get comfortable with it. And I think all the things around us, we have to prioritize. I know Ron said to me, am I going to really do the recording today? And I said, wow, I'm so passionate up by this. I get to prioritize things I am passionate about. But like a caregiver, I think the things that's tedious, it's overwhelming, the triggers that we know are, are going to hit us, we need to put towards the bottom. So your point about keeping your eye on the caregiving donut and yourself and your loved one and not the whole is so well, well received. One of the things that we often
1: bring up, and Carol did the last Take 10, is where do we go for help? If you feel overwhelmed by everything you're seeing and hearing, what do you do about it?
3: You know, Ron, I'm a therapist, so gosh knows I know one place you can gather your thoughts is with another therapist who's licensed, who understands complex trauma and issues. So the first thing I would say is obviously look at your insurance plan and look for somebody trained, a trauma-informed therapist, because a lot that's around us is that, and it triggers our childhood trauma. Uh, You know, you could put your zip code in your insurance, hopefully pays for a certain amount. Um, You go to psychology today and put your zip code in find that safe place to reflect, to try to put a plan together. And I'm sure Carol, through Caregiver SOS and the foundation and the geriatric care managers throughout the state, she also has places to go um, that literally people can center themselves for the journey ahead.
2: Yeah, I would just echo what you said, uh, Jamie. That it's hard to do this work alone. You know, sometimes we think we can pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and fix things and make ourselves feel better. But it's a, it's easier to be in a support group, to work with a professional, uh, to find help. Uh, it, it can be a faster recovery, and it can feel better, especially after two years of a pandemic. And so, encouraging people to don't just think you have to go it alone. You don't have to go it alone. There are resources like Caregiver SOS, like a therapist.
3: You know, Carol. I'll, I'll leave you with this too. And Carol, you can Ron have the last word. There's only there's no mystery to this getting well stuff, therapy. It's two things. It's emotional regulation, taking care of yourself, knowing when you dysregulated your own stress. And just to your point, Carol, it's social regulation. You have to be around healthy, safe people, like a support group, like Caregiver SOS, People who have the answers, who you feel safe with, who support you. Um, So it's personal and it's a social regulation, but don't leave either one of those out.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Take 10, Ron Aaron, Carol Zerniel, Dr. Jamie Heisman. We'll talk with you soon right here on Take 10.